Two teeny tiny twins are shipped off to lady camp to learn French, fencing, and that they were separated at birth in a cruel and twisted custody arrangement. They devise their own cruel and twisted plan to switch places and trick their estranged parents into falling in love. Along the way, they befriend a leather daddy butler and a busty maid that their affluent parents have hired to look over them. Guys, let's talk about Disney's 1998 remake of The Parent Trap. Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy. She just killed a helicopter with a car. Who's that, boys? All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. Sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust fast? Lick a license. A hey, lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Do you know who I am? You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News. I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored, let's go. Watching the parent trap, I feel like it was kind of like a two-hour version of when you're watching something that you were like really watching, but there's like a Disney commercial mm. in between what you're watching. I didn't have that experience at all. <laughs> Does that make sense at all? No. Like I kept looking. <laughs> Not up. even a little bit. <laughs> I'm still oh. not sure what you said. <laughs> Welcome back to Five Guys Flicking Around. It felt like a two-hour-long Disney commercial. Yep. Oh. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Okay. But That's like, a better way to say that. But like, kind of like waiting for it to end to get to the thing that I really want to watch. We're doing this as a memorial to Lindsay Lohan. Um, she's alive at the moment, but you just never know with her. I like also, that you dedicated it to both of them. Yeah, both Lindsay Lohan. Two Lindsay Lohans. <laughs> From Julie Newmar. Wong also, Fu. this is Thanks the anniversary, right? This is the anniversary of the movie. Uh, it is, actually. It is the... 22nd anniversary That's of Parent right. Trap. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling so, I I mean, we grew up with a, a few different famous twins. Right. You got yeah. Jonathan and Taylor and Thomas, the triplets. Those, uh, that's a triplet. Yeah, Michael, Clark, and Duncan. Yeah, those three, <laughs> Chad, Michael, and Murray, yeah. Sarah, Jessica, and Parker. No, nope. yeah. there's a lot of good making ones. It up. But I feel like the Lindsay Lohan fake twins is up there with like some of the more notable twins that That's have a good been famous point. in our lifetime. You thought there was twinsies I in thought, this movie? I thought it's twinsy twinsies. Lindsay twinsies. <laughs> there was twinsies? Wait, the Lindsay there was twinsies. only one actress? No, they played camera tricks. You've been fooled again. Camera tricks? Do you believe in ghosts? Okay. I'm a little confused. Oh, Did we get John you with that one? Did we yeah, trick you? Did we trick good... you, Pollard? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did they trick I you? I love that show. <laughs> was Did the we... CGI too believable? Oh, that show is so good. Got you again. Can we watch some of those? <laughs> Can we watch some of those? Oh, Did okay. you buy our bluff? <laughs> and it was all nonfiction. According to a writer who wrote it, <laughs> which makes it fiction. You've been fooled, you dumbass. And like they're the you ones on that show that were true. Son there of was a like, bitch. This was based on a story from 1812 that was written on some yeah. fucking bark of tree no. that like we loosely interpreted to this. Some of them were like, and then the car like floated over the river. 
river and landed on the other side. And like that one's actually true. And you're like, <laughs> wait a second, dude. Yeah. It's Hold the horse. It's Jonathan like, Frick is full of shit. It's fiction. It's a lie. It's as hard as winning the lottery. I was really bad at that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I almost exclusively it's, guessed wrong. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Even when I thought I was picking the opposite because I thought it was the other way, then I'd still be right. wrong. Right. <laughs> no, like, bullshit this, show. like You can figure out in some of these uh, you know, procedural dramas, you could kind of find like a Scooby-Doo is a great example yeah. of like you always know who a it mystery is machine. at the end of it. Uh, Factor Fiction always got me. I was duped. The, the worst part is, as you progress through that show, you didn't, like, retain which ones were true or false. No. So all you have are memories of, like, those stories. And yeah. you're like, I don't know if those are true. Yeah, yeah. which ones are true? Well, they were incredible at it because, like, they do three per episode. Some, it would be like, the first two were false. This one must be true. And it's like, nope, false again. And yeah, it's we, like, we you did three fake way. ones? Like, <laughs> what? You guys, like, oh, this one's that writer's room was flying that day. Just... This... <laughs> This was just a fiction episode. There was no fact. Right. That would be such a great gig, too, to be the I would. That's Going back to what we were talking about that's earlier, that's something I would do. I wouldn't dabble in. I'd no. dive right into no, that. No, like, you would do that. I can see everybody. Okay, this is what we need you to do. We need you to write eight-minute stories. Yeah, I'm all in. That sound like they maybe could be real. Yeah, that's 100%. It. I'm like, in. Draw outside of the box as far Sign as you want to go. They just kind of have to uh. maybe... Be real. Yeah. yeah, it's it's tricky. It's right. a shiesty show. So I feel yeah. like that show duped me, and so did this movie that we're going to talk about today, The Parent Trap. It's The Parent duped Trap. Duped me. The CGI, yeah. the makeup, the whatever you want to call it, camera tricks, as you say, yeah. um, was really pulled off very well. It was. Mm -hmm. It was. The Lohan twins look great. <laughs> no, mm. I don't think you're getting it either. Like I just. Kyle just broke it down to me. It was, there was only one. Well, there, are two, there are two girls in the movie. I'm confused. One. So you thought that there wasn't actually two Lindsay Lohans out in the world? I thought there were four. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that, that's wrong. Yeah, the, the stunt double Lindsay Lohan twins. Yeah. <laughs> Lohan Lindsay. Like, just uglier kids. They're just like, fuck you. You guys yeah. are the stunt doubles. You, you little midget ladies. <laughs> uh, I do want to note this is the directorial debut of Nancy Myers. Uh, she would go on to direct What Women Want, Something's oh. Gotta Give, oh. The Holiday, and oh. It's Complicated. So uh, one of our favorite directors yeah, of all time. Sure. <laughs> Those are all good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's incredible. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen It's Complicated, but I love all the other ones. Well, this is also an introductory film for Lindsay Lohan. Both of them. Right. Yep. First film. Uh-huh. First time we see her. Now and her the last time like she was Lindsay. relevant. <laughs> She hasn't done anything relevant since. Wow. She was in that Herbie Hancock thing, I think. She did Freaky Friday, which was a hit with Jamie Not Lee Herbie. Curtis. She had Hancock. sex with Wilmer Valderrama. I'm getting confused. You're thinking of the car. Yeah, the car one. Herbie, Herbie the, the race love car. Bug. Love Bug. No, that Herbie the love bug. That doesn't sound right at all. It doesn't, no. Um, <laughs> he's just not that into you. The, the race car is like has a soul or something. <laughs> Or talks to her. Herbie no. fully loaded. Yeah. That's what it is. Which is ironic because sure a lot of like the early 2000s, <laughs> it was Lindsay fully loaded. <laughs> she was an alcoholic. She had substance <laughs> problems. She did. No, she's been through the ringer. Amen. Should we jump into first impressions? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the parent trap. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Kyle, what's your first impression of The Parent Trap? I love this film. 
It's a perfect movie. Can we start um, over where I get to do the, the introduction to You it? know what? I felt It felt a little weird when I did it. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to get things moving, and I welcome you guys to join me in the I gotta rundown. Say. What I'm saying, what I'm hearing is that you're not welcoming us in introducing the categories. Let's uh, let's jump into first impressions. Kyle, what do you got, buddy? <laughs> this movie was whatever. When I was younger, I really I liked it. Jim, he liked it. <laughs> that was very weird. Well, well, let's try one more time. Let's go to first impressions. Kyle, Kyle what do you what got, do you got for first Damn impressions? Damn <laughs> I loved hating it. It was so weird, my emotions. <laughs> Kyle, give us your conflicted take on Parent Trap. <laughs> All right, seriously, it's a good movie as far as being a children's movie that's enjoyable mm. and I didn't hate it. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, my first impression, I, I really liked this movie back in 1998. And watching it then, I didn't have as much of appreciation for that. Watching it today, it was like, damn, that's she's so talented. It had like a lighthearted, fun I'm enjoying this. It wasn't a movie that was like, this is cheesy. This is a fun movie still. No. I just liked it. Yeah. And uh, so I still enjoyed it. Pollard. Loved watching this movie this week. Um, I think as a kid, like, I love this movie. And I feel like it does a lot for redheads. So a lot of times you have redhead actors who are either so subtle about it, like a Robert Redford, where you're like, yeah, Robert that guy. Redford's not redheaded. Well, technically. He's like a dirty, sandy, blonde guy. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's like you have like a. You should lean into Danny Bonaducci and Tim Busfield. Yeah, and Bonaducci's a little bit more. Uh, he's a little bit more obviously redheaded, <laughs> but not nearly as notable you to claim as Redford. That's a redhead. Redford's a redhead. No, he's not. His name has you red get, in You it. get like Reba. Google Reba it. is one of yeah, yours. Google Reba McIntyre is in your club. Google Redford. Yeah. Go, this plays into exactly my point that I I'm trying like to make. I feel like the name is why yeah, you went there. 100%. <laughs> Look it up. Redford. Look it up. Rubber name, redhead. The Bobby name, Red Hair. <laughs> the name definitely has a piece of it for sure. Ron Weasley from yeah, Harry Potter. Okay. I can have Rupert. Did you look Donnie up Most? Redford? Can you look up Donnie Most from Happy Days? I think he's also redhead. Redford. Uh, he, is played a redhead. Pod, he played Ralph Mouth. Redford is a redhead. Really? Yeah. Told you. He describes himself as redheaded. Damn. One hundred thousand percent. I mean, I can see where you're coming through with with the dirty blonde. He just blonde. has like, yeah, he has a blondish. Like, but when you look. look at this photo, I mean, that guy is straight out of Ireland. Look at him. Chest hair does not lie. Look at that. Well, we don't have to look at these anymore. That guy's a redhead, though. Uh, scroll down. You're right. The older pictures of him, the hair is way more it's easily all blonde. red. This. Oh, where'd it go? Which Cassidy blonde? Like. But <laughs> the important thing, Kyle mentioned already, that Redford. It reds in his name for crying out loud. He claimed that he's a redhead. He claims himself. I made that up so we could move forward 10 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. My point is that you may have actors who are technically redheads, uh, but it doesn't really define them. Just like our conversation mm. is displaying right now. Like, okay, you could split the hairs on whether or not, pun intended, this is actually a redhead or not. Or you have... <laughs> Bless you. Thank or you. you have Carrot Top. Let's jump into the plot rundown. I just want to go to sleep and relax. Uh, the movie begins with chapter one. L is for the way that you leave. Because uh. they're playing that Nat King Cole classic song called Love. We come to find out later that this is the couple that gets divorced and has the kids and does a horrible 
whoever was Swapsy their, twinsies? Yeah, whoever was their lawyer in figuring out the custody battle between these two did not do their job. So, you know, whatever it was that they did have did not last. But it is a romantic intro to the movie. We're introduced to a camp. Camp Walden. Camp Anawana. We hold you in our hearts. And when we think about you, it makes me want to fart. Salute your shorts, those who remember. This guy. I fucking love this guy. <laughs> Who remembers Salute Your Shorts? Nobody. You, me, the cool kids. Franklin and us. Franklin tough and us. Franklin and us. So, you got chapter two. Two Lindsays for the price fucking of Lohan. Franklin. We meet. What a cool kid. We enter Camp Walden, and it is a stereotypical campground for kids in America. It sounds like a prison camp. Yes, camp it does. Walden. Yes, it does. Fire Camp Walden. Was that the like Henry David Thoreau book or whatever? I don't think it was Camp Walden. No, but it's Walden, right? I don't know the name. Mm, okay. So we're introduced to Lindsay Lohan first from California. She's struggling with her bag. Her and, baggage. And we, yeah, she's got some baggage. It's a duffel. They say the word duffel a lot. Yeah. In this scene, like, are there any yeah. other types of bags? Tote, suitcase, suitcase, a uh, weekender bag, but, a case, um, a carrying case, something with wheels. Maybe yeah. you know every single girl at this camp. A satchel has a. Has a, a purse. Has yeah, a duffel. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just a duffel. Yeah, I mean, I didn't take any issue with it. That's a good <laughs> word to use in this situation. They I just think. used it a lot. And so Lindsay Lohan in this scene is made out to be weak and incapable and completely not able to take care of herself. But Tie-Dye Girl is there to pull her duffel out of this huge pile of bags. And uh, then we see a limo pull up. And yet again, Lindsay Lohan. This time... Uh, with a British accent. So British Lindsay gets out and we meet her butler, Martin, and they have a pretty cool handshake. Chapter three, face off, where they take their masks off and they finally turn around and they see each other. Why is everyone staring? Don't you see it? See what? The resemblance between us. Resemblance? Well, your eyes are much closer together than mine. Your ears, well, don't worry, you'll grow into them. Your teeth are... Okay, so I have a problem with this because California Lindsay immediately starts bashing her looks. She thinks this is a stretch. She thinks it's a... It's, like, very clearly an identical twins running into each other's situation. Like... Yeah, you I mean, can't get. I, we've all been there. It's a classic identical <laughs> twin situation. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah, but more or less, like this girl is my rival now. Who's yeah. more or less for yeah. the rest of the camp? Do you ever order a ham, have it delivered, throw it in the oven, leave to go to the movies, return home only to find four hours later that your ham is burned? No. Well, don't worry. Because child actor turned adult alcoholic Lindsay Lohan, in partnership with 5GFA, is bringing you Lindsay's Slow Hams. These hams are conditioned with Pollard's patented process to slow roast in your oven for 12 hours, ensuring that you won't come home saying, Not a ham! And wishing your honey-baked ham wasn't a honey-burnt ham. Order today and we'll send you one ham or more hams if you purchase more hams for the price that we charge for each individual ham plus shipping and handling. Lindsay's Slow Ham. Because it's better to have a slow ham than no ham. I like the handling part. I'd like to see Lindsay's Slow Hams. <laughs> Why not just turn down the oven? 
Which leads us to chapter four. I like to call Poker After Dark. Ew. <laughs> no, it's like but the, I like it. It's like the TV show, you know, like uh, it's on uh, Skinamax, uh, Spice Channel. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's on Spice like Channel. Yeah, it was like, always on like Fox Sports. Two, like, it's on at like two a.m. Yeah. and it's just Prime like ticket. it's just like late night <laughs> poker playing, and that's what these girls are doing at camp. Yeah. Carmen Electra and Dave Navarro were prominently featured as like hosts or participants or whatever. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so. Had a so, pornish hue to it. So we know that the uh, <laughs> is that a thing? A pornish well, hue? When you say after, <laughs> yeah. a pornish like vibe. Is that it? Without being porn. Is that a nickname? Hey, I'm pornish hue. <laughs> yeah, it could be. When you say be. after should dark, be. it's kind of adult sounding. Yeah, no, it sounds naughty. If anything is done after dark, <laughs> what a can, can, what a weird fucking time. All of us had in high school where poker was the biggest thing that, that ever was. Oh, yeah. You ever do a $20 buy-in at a friend's house senior yeah. year? Yeah. Like, poker in high school was just, you had to do it or you yeah. weren't cool. Yeah, and it was like, no, 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 it's not let's five go card draw. And, let's go Texas around in a circle and name the poker players that we can. Steve Ivey. Okay. Chris Ivey. Oh, okay. You're already out. I already out. Okay. Chris Moneymaker. Phil Hellmuth. Interesting. Uh, Doyle Brunson. <laughs> Phil Ivey. Like Dave Negronu. The Canadian, like, smart-alecky guy mm. who always wore, like, hockey jerseys and was just a wisecracking guy. He looked like the MILF hunter. The best thing that the world... It was pornish. <laughs> yeah. The way he looked yeah, like a MILF hunter. It was a porn poker like, crossover. <laughs> it was like a, so right there. Pornish you. I, it is right there. I feel like the coolest thing that the World Series of Poker had was the bracelet. I firmly believe, much like your candy corn theory, I firmly believe nobody really liked poker. We all just like bought <laughs> yeah. in to like feel cool in school. I was all everyone in. else was in. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll watch poker. I watch yeah. it all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find myself and be a man. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. this is the road to man. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> one thing I was, because we need to talk about poker for longer. The, the one thing I was envious of with these guys was... Uh, was how quickly that they could look at their cards yeah. and then play the rest of the game. Like, I've played poker in Vegas. You forget it's, what you have. You forget what you have, and you need to check. No, yeah. Right? I, you keep like, fuck, it's a club or a sp- yeah, it's a club. <laughs> Never mind. Do I check or do I fold? Yeah. Let me look at my cards again, and I'll make another call. I'm not very good at this game. Well, and I watched something where they did – it was like a mini documentary, or maybe it was like a story on it, but it was like – the the turning they they think like the turning point in poker being like a phenomenon on TV was the whole camera because mm-hmm. before that you couldn't tell what anyone you had. you just watched them play which makes you like what I was don't it care. like having that whole camera yeah that's pretty pornish yeah, yeah right yeah. again whole <laughs> MMA porn poker it's, like, it's like it's they all meet in Vegas and just mesh you know yeah. You know the guys running the porn industry are also the guys running the poker industry. Right. And the MMA industry. Yeah. So to tie it back in, as, as bad as we were at poker, it sounds like Lindsay Lohan in this movie in both British form and California form are really good at poker. And uh, they, they make an agreement that the loser has to jump into the lake after the game butt naked. Classic camp shenanigans. And a British Lindsay gets a straight with diamonds, which is outbeat by california Lindsay's royal flush which yeah. is like how in the hell the odds are preposterous it's preposterous i looked it up if you guys want to know Twenty-five thousand to one no the uh the odds of getting dealt a straight flush is one in seventy-two thousand one hundred and ninety-three. the odds of getting a royal flush is one in six hundred and fifty thousand. so if you multiply those to see what are the odds two people get those in the same hand 
This is probably not right. Professor P can correct me, but I got 2.1 e to the negative seventh. Hold on a second. Yeah, that's right. I got a poker story for you, and it involves a royal flush. One one day I was at Sean Tran's house, and like he went up to go to the bathroom, and I think I was with Armon. Maybe Dan was there. Maybe Shitaro was there. We rigged the hand and set up the deck so that he would get a straight flush, Shit. and one of El one of us would get a royal flush. And so we basically recreated the scene in this movie and just got to watch him. We were what happened? We were not great friends. Did he flip the table after that? Yeah. So he got really upset, and we got kicked out of his house. And um... so they play poker. <laughs> British British Lindsay loses the hand and has to jump naked into the lake to which then they take all of her clothes and during the pranks there's a surprise inspection which brings up Marva um, and at the end of it all the two twin sisters are quarantined mm -hmm. in order to hash out their differences in chapter five which I call Lindsay's all alone hand yes um, and they're sent to the isolation cabin and they have to stay together. Uh, they want popsicles while yeah. it's raining, which is a little bit weird. And they find out that they are indeed twins who are separated at birth. I think we should switch places. When camp's over, I'll go back to London as you, and you go back to California as me. The truth is, you know, if we switch, sooner or later, they'll have to unswitch us. And when they do, they'll have to meet again. And they Dennis have Quaid to, body in order to solidify their plans to switch places, British Lindsay has to not only get her hair cut, but also have her ears pierced. Right. And they even show it blatantly exactly how to do it. Like, I feel like it was a little irresponsible. Ava was here earlier today, Ava Jones, and she said she did do that. So we had yeah. uh, one person... Say, this was a thing that I did with my No, friends. it was a thing for our age group, for sure. Like, you could easily just fold the ear up and, like, boop, and then it's down. Yeah, but they're t 11, you know? Yeah, but the fruit is, like, an extra step that I'd just be like, let's just fold your ear The acidity it. cleans it out. I think you're wrong. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> um, and that leads us into Chapter 6, which I call the old switcheroo. They switch outfits. Camp is ending. Um, and California Lindsay goes to Lo London, and London Lindsay goes to Cali. They're driving through London, and we get the There She Goes. She meets her grandfather, and she smells him to make a memory. I thought it was pretty cute. I don't know. Wait. She might She might never see this man again, and she wanted to just remember what he smelled like. What a cool like. joke these parents have played on these well, Yeah, but I'm girls. just saying, in this torturous world what they live in, shitty, this is... a shitty, shitty system they've decided it's on. It's a nice moment she's yeah. trying yeah. to create within her own little world. It's pretty world. fair. She meets her mom first, um, and there's a lot of slow motion there. The mom's hot. And <laughs> the butler... <laughs> Almost throws away her bunny, which is a point of contention for her, and she has to make up how she plays through that. You mean Cuppy? Is that what it's called? Yeah. A lot of the people listening that love this movie, they're going to know the name, and right. it's Cuppy. Uh, they're playing with the London scenery. At the Napa airport, we kind of switch over to British Lindsay posing as California Lindsay. They get home, and we meet Chessie, which is uh, oh. Dennis Quaid's maid. 
Man, I love me some Chesty. Yeah, Aaron was very excited while we were watching the yeah, film. Yeah, when I saw Chesty, I remembered... Her name is Chessie. Before the movie, Aaron was telling us how hot he thought she was. And then when he she came on screen, he was like, ah, she's not that hot and not as hot as I remembered. And then as the movie went on, he got more and more in love with her again. Yeah, by did. the end, he was like, she is so fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so into Chessie. I feel like when we were watching the movie and you kind of like put it out there... That you may have at one time been attracted to her. I was very attracted to her when I saw the you, movie initially. You yeah. were you were putting out the feelers like, how is this going to be accepted by my friends? And then when we were like, no, that's okay. Like that you had. Then you took it further. Like, no, I'm in love with her. And we were at that. Yeah, you point, were testing like, the waters. Yeah, it was lukewarm. He was just like, oh no, they think it's cool. Like she is attractive. Yeah. I think I had this uh, warped mental image that didn't pan out but then as the movie went on i like recognized no yeah i do this is why i like her she's (laughs) awesome dennis quaid wants to introduce uh, his daughter to a lady and we meet meredith blake at the pool um and the daughter Lindsay, begins to sabotage this relationship i want to know what you think about making meredith part of the family part of our family yeah. I think it's an awesome idea. Yeah? Brilliant. Really? really? You do? Totally. I mean, like, it's a dream come true. I've always wanted a big sister. I'm going to marry her. Marry her? That's insane. How can you marry a woman young enough to be my big sister? Mais tout plaisir, j'espère. Are you speaking French? I, I learned it at camp. Here is a British girl posing as a girl from California mm-hmm. who gets very upset in a conversation with her father and resorts to using French. And he's so stupid. She's like, I learned French at camp. Because that's the thing you do when you're yeah. 12, And this camp was clearly 11. a multi-purpose activity camp. It wasn't like a French camp. Wow. She went to French camp, then it'd be like, Wow, you learned a lot of French at that yeah. French camp. If you're yeah. using it while you're angry, then you know it's like yeah. definitely like, said. I'm yeah. glad I paid for you to go to that French yeah, camp. You're very comfortable with yeah, your fluent you, French. You picked it up. It worked. <laughs> and this is, this I, is... I'm mad that you're mad at me, but I'm happy that you learned so much. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and this is like a lot of scenes in the movie where it's really sad and, and dark conversation, but it's just mm. met with lighthearted humor. Yeah. Back in London, the butler in this scene um, sort of cries nearby and says that this is he's never been so happy in his entire life. Mm. And it's just kind of like, wow, that guy's life sucks. <laughs> this is such a big moment this is, for him. He says this, he's never been so happy in his entire life yeah. that the family that he butlers for is having this weird impromptu reunion. She reveals this to the mother because... Getting married. What do you mean getting married? I mean black tie, white gown, the whole enchilada. What? The wedding's in two weeks, so if there's any hope of getting mom and dad back together, we've got to do it fast, and I mean really fast. Chapter 9 I like to call Annie and Hallie and Nick and Elizabeth and Meredith and Chessie and Martin meet up. The worlds are colliding at this hotel, and the London crew shows up. Mom is drunk. 
which she's never been before, which complicates things. Yeah, I don't buy for a second that she's never had vodka before. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. She never had it. vodka? It's not true. It's not like I've never drank before. Yeah, and if you if you are a drinker, why would you choose something you've never drank before and get shit canned on right. it? Right. It no. doesn't make sense. No. Well, she's possible. nervous. She's about to meet her ex-husband. Then go to whatever you normally drink. Yeah. Why are you choosing get, vodka? No, all she of made a, a bad mistake. Get comfortable drunk. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, no 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 the drunk you're getting into. No, yeah, yeah, she does not know her limits and during her travels and she shows up wasted. Chessie meets Butler guy in a speedo. And they yeah. begin their romantic relationship. Yeah, who knew? That guy, all that guy had to do was just flaunt his junk, and Jesse would be like, I'm in. Yep, she's in. I'm down to clown. They corner the mom and revealing that dad is getting married, and they, they plan to set everything up to stop it. Like, mm-hmm. this he, whole thing he, has been a setup. And he wasn't, he wasn't aware she was coming. <laughs> or was she? <laughs> Or was he not aware? No, but um, but when the... she arriving? Oh, she's arriving! Oh, I'm arriving! Uh, no, but the mom is under the guise that the father is aware under of this meetup. How many? Of them? <laughs> how many guys are there? <laughs> like oh, three man. guys. Classic parent So okay, so. <laughs> The mom had met tons of seamen on the cruise, but she decided to go so for Quaid. <laughs> He's under the guise. Oh, man. So mom is privy now to the entire plan. All we have left is to inform the dad of what's going on. Yeah. And so this is chapter 10, which I like to call Surprising Dennis, a raid oh. on Quaid. You mean I've had Annie with me all this time? That leads me to chapter 11. Bankruptcy? <laughs> <laughs> chapter 11, bankruptcy. I'm sorry, man. Well, we're after chapter 10 and before chapter 12, which leads us to chapter 11, which I call Foursome on the Boat with Chesty and Butler. Yes. Could it be Chesty and Leather Daddy? It could be. Because he looked like one when he rolled up to the hotel. He was very excited <laughs> to be invited onto the trip, and he dressed up for that. Oh, yeah. It was a leather jacket, probably leather pants, black t-shirt. Leather hat. I swear, everything. He was a lot of leather. The no. aviators. Um, and so the the original fearsome foursome, mom, dad, and the two daughters go on a boat ride. And they kind of come up with a plan to switch biannually with the kids. The kids make it hard for them by posing as each other. Like another example of a twisted plot point that's made very lighthearted in the film. They just like start throwing around the accents and like confusing them as to which is which so that they can't pull off this biannual opt-in switcheroo. We thought it over and we decided we were being totally gypped. Dad promised we'd go on a camping trip and we want to go together. Annie, this is ridiculous. Go upstairs and put your clothes on. Are you sure I'm Annie? Well, of course I'm sure. But it's kind of hard to be 100% positive, isn't it? Girls, this is totally unfunny. You're going to make your mother miss her airplane. Annie. Yes? You don't negotiate with terrorists. That's what those little kids are. They're saying, you don't know which one's which, and we're not listening to you until you follow our demands. And fall in love with each other. And marry each other. Dennis Quaid at that situation 
was making a decision as a father and not as a president. Mm. Also, we skimmed right over the fact that Lindsay Lohan was wearing a kimono on the boat. There was a kimono on the boat. <laughs> Pappas is bad by it. It was Pappas is bad. It was just weird. Right. It I just think it makes sense. What at was all? the time in this movie again? 98. 96, 98. Okay, so in 1998, I feel like kimonos were a acceptable, playful piece in a young girl's wardrobe. But why? Like, when is it like, oh, I'm feeling a little kimono tonight? You yeah. know, it's not a post-shower, yeah. pre-bed garment. It's just like a, I throw on a kimono. Well, it's kind of similar to your gi that you wear often. I wear that gi as a uniform that signifies that I am trained in a specific... <laughs> Specific you bumbling idiot! Damn it! <laughs> you don't even know why you have a gi. <laughs> you you got... don't know why I have a gi. I don't. It's because I... I'm a fucking yellow belt, dude. <laughs> you want to fucking go? That's the second fucking level. <laughs> I'm fucking. Oh, I'm, dude! I'm... The kid in Jingle All the Way's got more belts than you. Shut up, nerd! <laughs> um, I can still sucker punch the shit out of that kid. So this is chapter twelve, which I call intense. Because they go camping. <laughs> camping is intense. <laughs> and it's intense. Um, and so they go on a camping trip. Mom decides to invite Meredith to take her place. And she's not a nature girl. And that's a playful thing for the movie. The girls are putting rocks in her Prada bag. They put a lizard on her water bottle. There's some physical comedy in this scene involving nature and this girl not being good in nature and one hell of an animal trainer that got that lizard to crawl directly from the top of her forehead into her mouth that lizard crawls into mm. her mouth weird and she unnecessary has they the didn't lizard. do a disclaimer at the end that said no lizards were hurt during yeah, we don't know. which know means that. a lot of lizards <laughs> yeah. died during this yeah. filming yeah that was like the fifth one another that... lizard bring another lizard in she's at her wits end with these kids and she just makes out with their dad right in front of her yeah. as like a power move. Which was a good move, I thought, I by her. I thought it was like very disrespectful. But at the end of the scene, you get the <laughs> ultimatum from Meredith, which is the like, it's me or them stuff. And Dennis Quaid doesn't even think about it and decides to stick with the girls. Yeah, which makes complete sense because A, they're his daughters, but also they mentioned that she didn't know this woman before they left for summer camp, so they've been dating like eight weeks and decided to get yeah. married in two like, weeks. Like, yeah, but this you know guy's what? A wild card. Yeah, Come yeah, on. but their camping, their their campgrounds, the campsite of the camping. He looks like Dennis Quaid, and he's yeah. filthy rich and owns a vineyard. He can have ten Merediths. He can in do a week. whatever he wants. Yeah, and he's got <laughs> Jesse right me, there to you to Chessie. He's just such a dill. Why hasn't? Do you think him and Chessie have slept together? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I hope so. There's no it? way they haven't. In what? the wine cellar. Yeah, everywhere. Why, why don't the they, why cellar, they hook the up with Chessie? Yeah. On the horses? Yeah. In the kitchen. Meredith, on there. Meredith is completely out of the picture. She's thrown the ring at his head. She's completely out of the picture. And that leads me to chapter 13. You do if I do, and I do do for you, which you do. Ooh, I do. <laughs> When uh, you get dad and mom in the wine cellar, they have a very playful opportunity to say the words I do to each other. I now have every bottle ever made. You do? I do. You don't always have to be so brave, you know. Oh, but I do. And that leads us to the final chapter of the film. Chapter 14, The Old Switcheroo Part 2. Mom... 
and London Lindsay leave <laughs> in the rain. But when they get home, they're surprised. Yeah. And they see the other daughter already there. And Randy Quaid is in the house. And Whoa. Randy Quaid <laughs> has made his way into the yeah, movie. Yeah, so every any Dennis Quaid movie we do, we have to bring up the question, would this movie be more enjoyable if Randy Quaid played the Dennis Quaid? Not better, and more enjoyable. Just in a couple scenes, like the pool scene. He so could have he could have been the butler. <laughs> yeah, I would have liked right. him in the butler role. Either, yeah. Yeah, or he could have been... Uh, uh, the dog. <laughs> yeah, the dog for sure. Yeah. Hello, yeah. boys. Yeah. <laughs> I bark. <laughs> Dad's there, and he confesses his love, and they kiss, and the kids are stoked. There's a closing montage of pictures at their wedding. We see the butler propose to Chessie, which got Aaron very angry. Yeah. And then it's She's happy. better than him. And then it's happy music. It's happy ending and it's happy credits and it's the end. And I'm left thinking like, you guys didn't work anything out. No, no. She asks very hesitatingly like, so we're just going to live happily ever after then? And he's like, yep. Who knows? Who cares? It's just like Lindsay Lohan. She's like, we did it. We actually did it. We actually did it. She slides down the wall with a smile on her face. And then you get the, this will be the everlasting love. And you're just happy. This is perfect. We don't need to overthink it. Yeah. They're happy. I guess I was overthinking it and I did not need to. And that's why this No, but there is, is awesome. a lot to be ironed out. <laughs> yeah, no, and his shirt was pretty wrinkly. Like if you could just his iron shirt. <laughs> he is so fucking Eddie Bauer. Dilf yeah. mode. Yeah, he took, he took Tommy Bahama to yeah. another level. Yeah, he's just killing it. I play just. a man in his mid 40s like no yeah. one else. <laughs> I got chest hair, yeah. but not too much. I am a sexy dad. He's a sexy dad. You you really shit on him for the cowboy hat. The cowboy hat was a Pepsi's bad bite. <laughs> yeah. He shouldn't have taken that bite. <laughs> yeah, but just for the one truck ride home, I think it played well. No, he wears it again. You wouldn't have a cowboy hat? He seems like a. He seems like a baseball, like, dad hat guy, you know, like a... You're thinking of the rookie. But, yeah, yeah. But no, like, he seems like a shitty old hat guy that he's had since, oh, the, old hat since guy. the late 70s. Absolutely. And it's, like, his hat that he... He played minor league baseball for two years, and, like, that's a hat from the team. Yep. And, like, that's... He just wears it because he, like... Why don't you that. just write some Parent Trap fan I'm fiction? I'm going to. I'm going to take off. <laughs> I'm going to go write some Parent Trap fan fiction. <laughs> Introducing Dentist Made. I'm a dentist, and I don't have a maid right now, and it is a problem. I There's a lot of dentists opt for a traditional and conventional custodian, but what we offer at Dentist Made is a highly specialized maid that specializes in dentist cleanup. That sounds very special, but I'm worried because I'm thinking about teeth all day. I don't have time to schedule the maid. Absolutely. And Download the app or go to dentistmade.com. I'm thinking about your... teeth all the time. I don't have time to clean my home. Download the app or go to dentistmade.com. That sounds your... great. Uh, do the dentist made also, do they also come to the dentist's house? Because again, I'm thinking about teeth all the time. Absolutely. There's I, literally, a Literally, when I'm not at work, I'm brushing my teeth at home. I, I totally get it. You're you're, all you're thinking about is teeth. You don't have time to clean your home. Yes, just tell me if Dentist Made will get that done for me. Get your schedule started today. Let's jump into categories. Let's do that. Uh, just looking at the list here, I think we should start with the best scene I saw.
right, why don't you start with the best scene you saw? Sure, I can do that. <laughs> um, the best scene I saw was uh, Dennis Quaid coming back from camping. This guy fucking plows. Like he's been engaged a lot of time. He engage. He proposes as a means to get more sex out of these chicks he's just bringing by the compound so that was the best scene i saw i love that part kyle best scene you saw all of the emotional scenes were really good so the chessy scene where she's uh learning that you know the lindsay lohan that she thought was lindsay lohan is not the lindsay lohan but it's actually a different lindsay lohan it's the other lohan just, it's the other lohan chessy why are you looking at her like that like what I'm not looking at her in any special way. I'm looking at her like I've looked at her for 11 years. Since the day she came home from the hospital. Six pounds, 11 ounces, 21 inches long. This is how I look at her. I don't know. I just thought it worked really well. I thought Chessie really brought it, and uh, it was a really it was a really nice scene. Um, in complete contrary to everything Kyle just said, the like fun camp stuff, <laughs> the, uh, the pranks to me was... Um, so the movie was downhill from the beginning for you. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just it the stuff. right away, and then it was all downhill. It's just the stuff I remember. It's not, like, to your point, it's not something like, I really want to watch again <laughs> that yeah. soon. But it was really fun to watch. Yeah, let's move on to How Do You Do That? How do you do what you do to me? I'm feeling blue. Wish I knew how you do it to me. But I haven't a clue. How do you do that? My how do you do that is also campground pranks Yikes. related. <laughs> it was it the only like part of the movie. One part of the movie. <laughs> did you make it to the old switcheroo part, or I did you just write these I categories? How? Just, just kind of looked it up. What the plot was. You um, that bad boy. How did the girls set up those pranks at that cabin? Very carefully. Yeah, very quietly, very <laughs> stealthily. Um, my how do you do that? How did Dennis Quaid not have anything sexual going on with Chesty? You we know? don't know that he didn't. I know, but it should have been alluded to. Like, how how did they coexist for 11 years plus? They should have touched on the fact that he touched on him. He definitely touched on him. It's, uh, it's impossible. Kyle, how do you do that? Um, how did the camp a... Nobody cares. And let's move on to... That had, had to, to hurt. hurt. It had to hurt for Meredith to lose her fiance. I don't know. She was a gold digger. She I think was. they move on pretty quick. No, yeah, and she had. She finds the next hot rich dilf. Right, but still, like that for her, bad for her. She had six weeks to sink her claws into this guy and his bank account. Like she's driving around on golf carts talking about label designs. I yeah. think it's a learning experience, and she learned. You never give a man an ultimatum mm -hmm. where it's me or the kid. They're you probably going to pick now. the kid yep. every fucking yep. time. Next time she's gold digging, <laughs> she's not making that call. <laughs> oh, you, bad idea. Yeah. You also never give him an ultimatum because that's a sign of disrespect, you know? Yeah. And it's like now our families are at war. You've given me quite a few over the yeah. years. Here's my ultimatum. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, Pollard, that had to hurt. Uh, I just, think it had just to hurt. Went. That Meredith was him. Too. All right, everyone went. It's hard with three. It goes so fast. It's hard with three. He's, he's the only one who went. Okay. It's hard <laughs> with one. Yeah. Kyle, that had to hurt. Do you want to go first? Kyle. 
Yeah, you've earned it. Kyle, that had to hurt. Um, I think Martin's vacation to California had to hurt. Uh, he's supposed to be attending this trip as her friend. She makes a clear point to say, Martin, you know that you're more than a butler to me. You're more like a lovable brother who just happens to wait on us. And anyway, I was wondering if there's I'd any... accompany you on the trip. Make it a bit easier for Would you. Would you, Martin? Thank you so much. I'd be so grateful. And you don't even have to come as our butler, just as a friend. Madam, I'd be honored. And I need your support through this shitstorm that I'm going through. coming as your friend. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> as soon as he gets there, he puts on his Speedo. Right. He's ready to go in the pool. Right. And she immediately reprimands him. Is like, where are you going? Yeah. And to make matters worse, she introduces him right thereafter to Chessie as the butler. Hello. Hello. Hello to you. Chrissy, this is our butler, Martin. Right. Not my friend. Right. She, like, downplayed him. Like, yeah. she could have played him up. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is my friend. Yeah. This is a guy that we've known for years. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Instead, she's just like, this is my butler. This is my fucking butler. If you're butler. into something like that. God. That had to hurt. But... He does end up meeting his future wife. We can definitely say that marriage didn't last. Oh, I think that marriage He's lasted. a leather daddy. We see him in the full leather daddy gear. They, that had to hurt, you don't being think a leather Chessie's daddy. You into that? I think Chesty's all over that. Mm-hmm. Aaron, what do you think? I think Chesty's all over that. Well, are you, are you projecting what you wish she'd be into or what she is into? I think she is confident and experienced enough to handle whatever comes her way. And she's excited by whatever the, comes by away, huh? <laughs> I think she's under the guys that but she's then, been under a lot of guys. Yeah. <laughs> but then after a year, when he introduces the leather daddy stuff, like she goes with it. Yeah, I think I agree. I think after a year, Chessie kind of loosens up. She kind of says, "You know what? Hey, Ooh, yeah, I'm ready for this." Denny wouldn't do I've, it. I've loosened up. You know, you know, I'm ready for this. you know. Chessie called him Denny. You know. Yeah. Like sure. on set, yeah, so like, hey, right. Denny. Like, but to your she point, give a fuck. but to <laughs> your point, she's, she's her. Yeah, you're right. Like he didn't have a great time in California, but no. he did meet his future wife. So I think it's worth it for him. And in that way, like he had a good time. But you know, when they're going in and around the hotel, and yeah. he's got to open the door for her to get in cars oh, and stuff. He's working. And, and she's drunk, and he's got to take like. I just think to to set him up and say. You're coming as my friend, yeah. and then to call him the butler, stop him from having fun in the pool. Where are you going? That like, was that's just, not. That's that was not just okay. what she said so that he would pay for his own plane ticket. But uh, she yeah, like, I'm not was, paying. For, he, this is not a work trip. Yeah, this is not a work. The expenses are not paid. Like you're coming as our friend. Can you please pitch in? Mm-hmm. And then when we get there, yeah, you're still my butler. What did you think? I think it had to hurt when the. Uh, oh, how do you do that? Or how that had to hurt? That had to hurt. <laughs> How'd that hurt? How'd that hurt? Howdy, that hurty the dude the dat. Howdy, hurt the best seed I saw. What takes the hurt out of the do dat? How'd that have the reunion? Yeah. What takes the spin-off origin or sequel out of the reunion? Aaron, you weren't paying attention when we watched the movie. Shut up! And you're not shut paying up. attention while we're doing the pod. Why don't you shut up? Um, I think that had to hurt. When the twins found out their their parents played this sick game of swapsy twinsies. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know, you take this one, I'll take this one. Like, what a shitty fucking game. I, I That's like... so cruel and, like, diabolical. I like that it's fair right down the middle. I do too. Like something in me 
like believes in that, but it's you're right. Just, it's it's a twisted. Horrible move as a human being. It's a horrible move. No. That's just that's crazy. Sometimes you gotta rip the band-aid off early. You let a kid live eleven years being like Where's my mom? Well, that's Why the, don't I have that's siblings? That's the part where I, I Oh, differ. you do have a mom and a sibling. You have a dad and a sibling. Yeah, they should have you communicated have a twin, to the kids. Not kid. just a sibling. You have a twin. You were born at the same time as someone else. You don't know about that person, but they exist. They should have told him yeah, about them. It's because it's a transcontinental thing. It's not a long thing. Long, yeah. It's <laughs> the railroad. <laughs> <laughs> it's all railroad yeah, related. Yeah, it the, all goes back to the fucking railroad. Yeah, that, movie, <laughs> that movie came out this year. Harriet Tubman, I think, is... Yeah, where yeah, where she just like blows everyone over with a shotgun, like because that's how it happened, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, she did. She fought all the all the southerners. She's an alpha. I guess I didn't see it. The Harriet Tubman yeah. story is profound enough to right, be told let's move accurately. To the next, it doesn't next, need to be exaggerated. Category, next category. Okay. We don't need your Harriet Tubman take. Why it just, are the it just doesn't racist? need to be. Just doesn't need to be elaborated. Like, tell the real story. Let's move on to who organizes the reunion. How do you do? What's your reunion? I think I'm feeling reunion. Wow. How do you want to do when you have a reunion? Eh, you might use that. It's so nice to come together. Let's get together. I think. Whoever officiates Lindsay Lohan's intervention organizes the reunion. Yeah, there's an intervention. They bring everyone from the parent trap back to, like, look, we knew you when you were young. Like, oh, Lindsay this... Lohan in real life. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think the reunion for this movie happens at her intervention. I was thinking, like, maybe they'd organize at the funeral instead of the intervention, because, like, why would the parent trap cast come? And also, N Natasha Richardson can't make it, so that's, like, a main cast member that's why? not coming. <sighs> It was like don't a while. Know. It was a while. Just ago. what That's happened fun. to Tasha Richardson? It was a while ago, Aaron. No, don't worry about it. Just what move on. Just, to Natasha That's what I was. Just move on. I think Sammy organizes a reunion. Who's Sammy? Sammy's the dog who knew from Jump Street something was up. Uh, when everyone goes to England at the end of the movie and just leaves him home alone. That's right. Him and his two dog pals, Chance, Shadow, and their cat friend, Sassy, go on an incredible journey across the entirety of the United States. They are bound for England, and eventually they make it to their new home. It's called Homeward Journey, the Incredible Bound Across the Pond. I like it because I like dog movies, mm -hmm. and I like it because I think Disney would take it in a good direction. An epidural hematoma? What's that? That's what Natasha Richardson died from. Oh, I don't know what that is. Accident. I don't no. know what that is. That's rough. She uh, <laughs> she sustained a head injury when she fell while taking a beginner skiing lesson. Ooh, that had to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, at first, she refused any medical help from medics, but complained about a severe headache two hours later. That's crazy. That's really sad. That's a bummer. That's yeah, sad. It is. That's really sad. We'll edit that out in post. It'll make the that bloopers yeah. a little bit, maybe. Moment of silence. That's a moment. That's yeah. a moment. Let's move on to quotes. First day of camp, you'll have to excuse the old girl. <laughs> At least I'm not putting salt in the sugar shakers. Kyle, what do you got for quotes? Uh, I got three quotes. Dennis Quaid says, You've been biting your nails since you were born. Which makes a lot of sense considering the separation anxiety they've been going through. Being torn away from their sister and mother or sister and father. That's a lot of stress on an identical twin. Yeah. Uh, the second quote is, you're nervous? 
yeah, an 11 year old is cutting my hair, which I've been there. It is nervous to let an 11 year old cut your hair. Kyle goes to young, fantastic Sam's. Yeah. It's all little kids. Young Sammies. Yeah. Young, average Sammies. Yeah, not <laughs> little fantastic kids. Little Sam's. kids who want to pursue yeah. cutting hair. And, uh, it's dirt cheap. Yeah, it's, it's cheap. It's cheap and ineffective. It's, uh, he comes home with disaster. Yeah, yeah. for a $5 haircut. $5? It's 50 cents in a bag of candy. That's okay. great. He brings candy and they take that instead of the 50 cents it's yeah like here's some gushers yeah you can kind of barter with Ooh, them. gushers yeah. those are good the last quote i liked is holly we're totally and completely 100 percent different and i like it because it's the dumbest thing you could ever say to your identical twin pollard quotes she comes in she meets grandpa and she smells him and grandpa says what are you doing and she says making a memory Years from now, when I'm all grown up, I'll always remember my grandfather and how he always smelled of peppermint and pipe tobacco. And she smiles and they embrace. And that, to me, is pretty weird. Because <laughs> your poor name is Luke Peppermint. And you also reek of peppermint and pipe tobacco. <laughs> I feel like peppermint and pipe tobacco is not a memory I want of someone. It's there. There are worse smells to associate with someone. Yeah, it's just supposed to be there, a heartwarming thing. Smells. and it's a weird thing. And yeah. she's just like, yeah, because in a few years you might be dead, and I want to remember how you smell. And for her to recognize the scent of pipe tobacco—that's what I was gonna say. To yeah. know that this is yeah. not just tobacco. This is pipe tobacco. Right. My yeah. quote was when uh, Chesty mentions the cornbread and chili. I wanna. I wanna partake in that. I want to have some chili and cornbread you with Chelsea. You want to have her cornbread and chili. Yeah, I do. I like <laughs> what it. was the line? <laughs> like, Oh, you hungry? I made cornbread and chili. She the says, I was... made cornbread and chili. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds like a very fun She's night. got a good biscuits and gravy recipe, too. She is... She's great. Yep. She's amazing. You like her. I love her. That's cool. I don't love her. I don't know her well, but I like her a lot. I'd like to get her to know her. Like I'd, I'd like to get to know her even better. Let's move on to what takes me out of the movie. What takes me out of the flick. Uh, my other quote is when Dennis Freena comes into the roost and he says, listen to daddy. Because <laughs> that was great. Is that a One Tree Hill thing? No, it's from uh, Striking Distance oh, okay. yesterday. Oh, I'm feeling pretty left out. <laughs> you should. It's... <laughs> Kyle and Aaron time right now. You be, you be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to what takes. Oh no, we did with <laughs> Fuck. He just did his what takes me out of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. It's, it's yeah, Aaron know. time, is what it oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, fuck. You're no. lo- you're losing it. I'm so tired. <laughs> what takes out of, what takes me out of the movie? <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> let's move on to what no, takes Aaron yeah. out of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. Um, uh, Kyle, what takes you out? Uh, when Natasha Richardson tells Lindsay Lohan, the British Lindsay Lohan... Who's posing as the American one. Yeah, no. The American one who's posing as the British one. Oh, yeah, that one. She tells her when she realizes that it's her daughter that she hasn't seen since birth or whatever. Mm-hmm. She says, I've loved you your whole life. 
you didn't. You no. gave her up, you bitch. If, you don't get to say that. If this happened, you would have gone on for the rest of your life. Yeah, not you do caring. not get to yeah. say you've loved her forever. Right. You gave that right up. Right. And that took me out of the movie. No, 100%. <laughs> I agree. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Now we're going to turn our attentions to ex-local fanboy Michael Hillary for Magic Mike's main minute. So, Mike, what did you think of 1998's The Parent Trap? The the cleaning, or the housekeeper, she she was good looking. She was very good looking. Yeah, I think you're going to like this episode. Mike. I, I mean, I, I probably will, but, dude, this movie, it was dark, man. Honestly, I didn't write much. It, all the things I wrote down were just like, you need to get professional help. You need to be in some sort of, like, halfway house. Someone needs to be monitoring you. You gotta do your fucking job and protect the weak, man. Like, I, I, I don't know. And, and, like, there's so much fucked up shit in trash. Trash is not just, like, a bunch of soft shit. Like, you're gonna get fucked. Any thoughts on Lindsay Lohan specifically? Dick is an enabler. No, Dick, don't. Like, Dick is the whole reason why she shows off uh, the deep end, man. Let's move on to McMulligan's. Kyle, what do you got for McMulligans? Um, we see a shitload of Martin. Chest hair, inner thigh hair. Chesty, chesty. Some chesty ass hair. shots. Yeah. And yet Chesty is fully covered. She never shows off her knockers, much to Aaron's chagrin. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's a McMulligan, Pappas' bad bite. Get some deep Vs in there. Let us see as much of Chessie as we see of Martin. Thank you. That's beautifully said. I appreciate your answer. Um, my McMulligan, I would have liked the Dennis Quaid and Chesty love story. I would have liked some inkling of origin of like... Yeah, just a wink. It's some implied thing that they yeah. banged once. One little conversation. Because you know? we know they did. Yeah. And that was frustrating. Pollard. My Dude. McMulligan has a lot to do with uh, Kyle's gripe about the redheadedness, and I feel mm. like that they could have made one of the parents more predominantly redheaded. So we explained it scientifically like that, it's, Moore. Yeah, that it's possible to still have redheaded twins if the, either parent is not redheaded. Um, and you can tell that the mom has a little bit in there, but her hair is very no. much dyed. You're, you're grasping at so many straws trying to find redheaded twins. No, I feel, like, I feel like you can see it in there. <laughs> But I feel like that she's dyeing her hair. I think that she's got a little bit. It's a twinge. It's a smidgen of redheadedness. But it's unclear because her hair is dyed what's real and what's not. And as they say, the window drapes match the carpet drapes. Okay. The as throw blanket matches the, <laughs> yeah. the couch the, cushions. The couch cushions match the ottoman, as they do say. Yeah. Where you put your feet, you may not eat. Ooh. <laughs> that is, that's a whole bunch of The end table matches the credenza. Yes. You know? I feel like if you had a credenza and you also had a desk in the same room, you're going to want to match the wood. And and we have all of these items in our studio. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's quite nice. It's, a, it's an antiquated, well-rounded living room slash dining the room. Armoire, slash buffet. Yeah. The armoire matches the buffet table, <laughs> as it should. Where were we? What else you got? <laughs> I feel like the hand towels should match the bath towels, should also match I'm a the big, wash I'm a big believer in that. I think that if you're going to have a three-piece bath set, then you should have them match. Yeah. 
Do you have a dish preference when it comes to, like, I, my mom recently turned me on to Fiesta Wear, and I'm very into that moving forward in my life. I don't life. know what Fiesta Wear is. Party it's, stuff? Uh, it's, like, different colored dishes, like red, blue, green, yellow, kind of oh. like, kind of like, uh, earth a little Mexican-y. Yeah, little yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little earth tones? Yeah. Yeah, no, our house is very plainly white everything mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to dishware. And we like to mix it up a little bit mm-hmm. and make them square. So we kind of have like a square bowl okay. with square plates. Right. But it's very much a, a simple white china. Let's move on to spin-off, origin or sequel. Or genre swap, which or is genre. Sogs. Sogs. <laughs> Skogs. I want to show you Fiesta Wear real quick. I've seen it. No, I know what it is. I, you painted the yeah, picture. Yeah. You've, like the thing. you've shown me the last three nights. <laughs> Have I? No. I was like, fuck, maybe I did. Like, that'd be bad. Yeah, last like, night was I'm a not crazy that big of a deal in my life. Like, why did I bring it up that much? I'll send an SOS to the world. I'll send an Um, Pollard, what's your spin? Did everyone do their McMulligan? I think so. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fast with three. Pollard, what's your. Let's move on to. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it. Just go. Let's move on to sending out an SOS. I'll send an SOS to the world. I'll send an SOS. Spinoff, origin or sequel. Pollard, what do you got? I want a Chessy origin story and her love interest in Quaid. Starts out as an origin because you get to see their love develop over the 10 years that Quaid is single, but turns into a sequel and it gets real twisted, and she begins poisoning the mom's morning orange juice every day until she dies. Wow. So every day it's just like, I don't feel good. <laughs> and yeah, then the next it's, day it's like, feel a little bit worse. Maybe orange juice will help. No, that's the one thing that <laughs> definitely like won't Natasha help. Sounds Richardson's ending story. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like a 45-day poisoning. Yeah. You know? And she makes her She move. positions it as a 45-day cleanse. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. no one ever connects the dots. A little it's bit of orange juice every pepper, day. Lemon juice and maple syrup. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to genre swap. All right. I tell you what you do. Pull the old switcheroo. So I have three genre swaps. Oh God. Um, I'll go through them briefly. No. Um, one of them is a science fiction <laughs> genre swap where the Lindsay Lohans keep bumping into other Lindsay Lohans, oh. and it's like, oh. what's going on? Highlander. It's like a Goosebumps book where they this camp is like filled with Lindsay Lohans. Uh, I think that'd be a fun like sci-fi twist. Yep. What if yeah. it was a bunch of Chessies instead? Oh. Now you're talking about paradise. Twist. <laughs> talking about heaven, and I don't know if that exists. That's we'll utopia. find out someday. We're all gonna die sooner than we think. Um, Not me. <laughs> Pollard's immortal. No, 120. That's what I'm shooting for. <laughs> uh, the other one I have is the Andrews brothers playing the twins and being slippers <laughs> and them having to, you oh. know, just run into each other at not that camp, but a different kind of camp. Like yeah. A, like, like a, a snobby, like maladjusted camp. I feel like it'd be, it'd be paintball and yeah. cello camp right it'd just be a real snooty camp that they'd both be very pretentious about they would for sure fall into the like we don't have anything alike about us at all it would revolve around yeah. both of them being like i swear i'm better looking than him yeah you know, like, which they do in this there's movie there's a lot of vain like prissy arguments between the two of them and uh that'd go on for a long time 
And they'd both hate their parents because they're just like, wow, I swear you suck. Pollard, genre swap. I want to make this an action film and cast Scarlett Johansson. Um, and there is a twinsies reunited in the midst of their universes colliding thing going on. And there's a long lost twins family back plot stuff. They're each in their own universes fighting their villains and they cross paths. And it's a twinsies have to unite in order to overcome all evil action movie. It's like Black Widows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like double the Johansons. <laughs> Paul Johansson? No. Ooh, that'd be fun. Scarlet. That'd Perfect. be super evil. Check note. Also, her name is Scarlet, which is red, and she can have red hair, which is a red-headed vehicle. I've just never seen you so passionate. Have you seen the... I don't uh, have a lot of opportunities to stand on this this box. Yeah. And so I'm going to stand all over it. Again, dude, just embrace Danny Bonaducci. Bonaducci is not a representative. He's a great representative. He's not the representative I want. It feel like ages ago that we talked about Danny Bonaducci? Like a long time ago. And that was a long time since he was relevant. Yeah. I remember that one, that the reality show he was on, and right. it was like the clip of him going to the liquor store and getting vodka and cranberry juice and pouring out the cranberry juice halfway, and then just like f- fucking funneling that vodka in and just like carrying on with his day. I changed my it was mind. Like 9 a.m. He's a great representative for <laughs> yeah. redheadedness and redheaded culture. <laughs> I completely. He belonged to like seven gyms at one time because they'd be like, "You come here too often," so he kept having to rotate gyms because he was so addicted to working out. <laughs> He's a cool guy. <laughs> Introducing Dentist Maid. Why do you need a specialized maid for the dentist home? Not, not that I'm complaining. Do you, is it the same maid that would go... So I'm not confused. I'm just trying to get the in information. A, in, a, in a dental office, there is uh, fluoride, the, the blood. There's mucus. The teeth. Uh, it's, it's not something that you want to leave to a normal No, maid. I need someone sworn to secrecy. Absolutely. Uh, we'll have a notarized blood oath that states... Our maids will not speak about anything. And they also they do see. dentist homes. So for fifty dollars an hour, you get the dentist maid at the office. For a hundred dollars an hour, you get the dentist maid at the office. Plus, you get the dentist maid at home. And then how do I? And then you said there's a scheduling. Google app. dentist maid. You'll if, find us. If the if the maid comes to my home, how do I say this? Are there any supplementary services that your maids provide? Yes. So many levels of premium options. So what you want to start with normally as a bronze level dentist maid. That'll cover your, your office. Uh, no, you... I'm, not ta- I'm talking about my, right. my personal... Right. Uh, no, I'll get there. Just let me pers- explain, okay. please. All right. I just want to make sure we're... If you upgrade to silver, you're going to get the dentist maid at the office and you're going to get the dentist maid at the home. If you go gold, you're going to get the dentist maid at the office, you're going to get the dentist maid at the home, and you're going to get the, the extra service we want to be discreet really. discretion is very as a dentist no absolutely dentist, i get it um, discretion is very important if you go gold you get the dentist made at the office you get the dentist made at home and you get the extra services provided can we call it supplementary aid extra services yeah i don't want to call it extra services i can't i don't want to tell my customers that i'm well, getting extra services at home like no. why would i tell them that well, if you just upgrade to the gold option, then you're going to get those services included. It'll be included Stop services. Stop calling them services, though. That, well, that makes me feel very It's a cleaning service. Uh, yeah, that's fine. But don't call them extra services. Cleaning service with a cherry on top. I'll take that. Yeah. Dentistmade.com. Dentistmade.com. <laughs> Let's move on to Blu-ray price. How much would you pay for this movie? It's the only way you could ever watch it again. 
was to own the chesty Blu-ray Blu- Blu- version <laughs> and watch it on your Blu-ray I would player. pay a lot more for the chesty <laughs> Blu-ray version. You got to watch it on your Blu-ray player that you you have. It's it's baked into this scenario. Pollard. Do it, dude. $24.99. Really? Yep. I, uh, I enjoy this movie. It holds some place in my heart in nostalgia. I like it a lot, like Pollard said, um, just to biggie bock off of that. <laughs> It's a it's a very fun movie to watch. It's a very enjoyable light. Like I can, it's 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 a good watch. It's a good you watch. Know? Aaron and spent uh, the first half an hour making funny photos on his phone. <laughs> I did, but it was because I was so familiar with the movie because okay. I saw it so much. Right. I didn't feel like I needed to like grasp everything. I knew the whole movie. Um, for that reason, two ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to double down on what Aaron said. And by double down, I mean double the price. I'm going to go $5.98. It's a really great, I think, kids movie that I don't enjoy as an adult, but I would enjoy watching it with a child. Um, It doesn't have to be my child, just any kid. I've got a couple haircuts coming up that I could bring it to and watch with them while they cut my hair, Mm -hmm. um, which would be fun. One thing you could do is show it to someone and be like, maybe this happened to you and you don't know. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Like maybe you have a twin and just kind of like inject that yeah. fear into doubt. Them. Yeah, doubt. Yeah. Right what if I opened a haircut place called Blind Cuts? Let's get through McSullivan. <laughs> yeah, get let's the move fuck on out to McSullivan. <laughs> let's wrap things up with does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Does this McSullivan work as a movie vehicle? Pollard, go, dude. I was thinking a lot about this, and any opportunity to have two Macs in the same movie Mm -hmm. is just an obvious yes. Yeah. So I have a little twist on that. Mac is nearing retirement and realizes he's worth more dead than he is alive. So he fakes his own death by paying off a bank robber to set up a crime that ends in a car chase and ultimately a massive car crash where Mac's patrol car explodes, but not before he had a chance to escape and somehow collect on his life insurance money. It's all looking like it's worked out. At his open casket funeral, all he has to do is play dead for a while, which comes easy to him as he's prepared for himself a stiff cocktail of downers. The plan is to play dead for a few hours, and then it's off to Napa Valley to start over as a winemaker, connoisseur, entrepreneur. But he has not one, not two, not three, but 12 beautiful women from London confess their love for him while he lies there playing dead at his own funeral. The problem is that he already has a fake name, Sully Mackigan, and a new company, Wine by Sully, a whole new life set up for him in Napa which he can't conflict with so he has to get with these girls some other way while still collecting on his life insurance. Pops, who has been in on his scheme the whole time, goes to dig up his grave the night after the funeral. When he pulls I'm him too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah. When he pulls him out of the ground, Pops pressures Mac to carry out the Napa plan because he's invested his entire retirement into the wine business as well. Mac decides to do what Mac would decide to do and he forces Pops to fill in as the wine company owner in Napa and he has to pose as Mac because investors have already had a chance to meet him. So there's like a Mrs. Doubtfire mask 
type situation yeah, going on. I like that. So that Mac is freed up to chase these women in London. It ends with Mac actually dying in an exploding car crash after a weird and ironic twist I knew of fate. was going to die. <laughs> Pops, Pops never hears of the tragedy and cannot get a hold of Mac and is forced to live out the rest of his life posing as Mac, the wine company yeah. owner yeah. in Napa, and he has to wear the mask day in and day out for years. Until he's just too old for that shit. He is just very well vested yeah. in this scheme. So that Pops Ma is dressed up as Mac. Pops is posing and dressed up as Mac, but the solely Macigan version of Mac, the wine owner in Napa. Yes. Okay. Got it. So Pops ends up with the uh, life insurance money and his invested retirement into a very successful wine business. Mm -hmm. Mac got too mixed up with these London girls that confused him from the prize and dies in a car crash anyway. My God. That's a lot. It's like sideways mostly. I, I love how how much minutia you're excelling to have. They're just so granular. And they, yeah. this, they're so attention. procedural. You got to pay attention. It's so, they're ah. beautiful. There's a lot that's going on there. I think there's playful stuff with Pops as solely they're, they're beautiful there's mac just wandering the streets of london not knowing what to do but yeah. following these names how did his car explode well he ends up on there's a, a lot of minutia and a lot of not yeah. that's filled up <laughs> yeah like we can you like blow past the really a lot of major fluff, things. but a lot of detail <laughs> <laughs> yeah. kyle so pops does white face in, in one form yeah. or another, I've, yeah. It's it's a mask that he uses, but he has to do the white hands. How good is this mask? Is it like a costume no. castle? Is it, a, is it white chicks quality or is it better? <laughs> it's better than white chicks quality. It's Mrs. Doubtfire quality. Okay. okay. That's not great quality. Well, no, he's yeah, but chicks. where's Gloria? Yeah. Gloria is quiet and close by. Obedient. Yeah, she's quiet. quiet and close by. Yeah, she sees Pops <laughs> in the few moments that he has to himself. That's how Big day. Sullivan Pops, likes his Where's Gloria? Don't worry, Mac. She's quiet and close by. Yeah, but that's something Mac would like, not yeah, Pops. Right. Like, Mac likes his women quiet and close but by. But Pops likes the discipline of a strong woman. Still, she's quiet and close by. Pops has to pose as Mac, and Mac dies, and no one really finds out about it. It's good. Back home. It's really good. I like it. Yeah. Mac is back again. Yeah. No, Sully Mac again's back again. That's right. <laughs> Kyle, does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Paul had already said it. Two McSullivans? Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, after wounding a handful of citizens in a simple traffic infraction ticket he was trying to issue, McSullivan is sent to police camp for eight weeks <laughs> so he can sharpen up his skills as a cop and relearn very basic police decorum. While there, he joins the egg like salad that. sandwich eating competition. Okay where him and another cop camper start eating a five-foot egg salad sandwich from each end. Oh. They meet in the middle and their mustaches touch. McSullivan mm -hmm. looks up to see <laughs> another well-worn 65-year-old with baggy eyes, a cocaine pinky nail, and a drinking problem as he too opted for whiskey instead of water to wash down the egg salad sandwich with. McSullivan has always wanted a partner who likes cocaine, playing it loose, and banging hookers. So he invites Twin Sulligan back <laughs> with Mick Sulligan to NOLA to team up. When they arrive, McSullivan leaves a note on Pop's doorstep that says, 
your meat's gone bad. Pops understands McSullivan has found a new partner, but is curious mm. as to who it could be. Pops discovers that Gnome Delaphine is back in New Orleans and definitely didn't die in the warehouse fire from McSullivan 12, even though in that movie McSullivan said, this time Delaphine's definitely 100% dead and we see his body go into a gravesite. Gnome is creating Twin Sullivan to defeat Max Sullivan oh. and is actually a clone. Okay. Pops walks in on Twin Sullivan and McSullivan Eiffel Towering a chick, and Pops pulls his gun out on both of them, ready to kill Twin Sullivan. Pops simply asks each man to exit the woman slowly and face forward. Mm -hmm. Instantly, Pops shoots and kills Twin Sullivan. <laughs> he explains he was a clone created to destroy Mac. Mac says, how can you be sure you shot the right one? And Pops says, because Twin Sullivan was smooth downstairs, and you're a disaster of STDs down there. Max simply smiles at Pops and says, yeah, yeah, I am. The end. Man. I love it. That's beautiful. Well yeah. said. I love that Pops knows. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. there's no question. Yeah. I was waiting for it. How is he going to know? And then it's like, I was dumb because he, he knows. Yeah. There's just a lot of STDs down there. It's a shit show. Of it's just a, uh, a smorgasbord of STDs. Yeah. There's new life down there that they haven't found yet. You know, you everything's on the menu, but if it's not, you can order off the menu. <laughs> That's It's that kind of, that kind of recipe. Ugh. That'll do it for this episode of Five Guys Flicking Around. Unless you guys want anything can we go back to the redheadedness in <laughs> yeah. this film? Do you have anything else you want to I say just, about that? I just want to say in closing that I'm proud of this movie mm -hmm. for my people. And I feel like it's a movie that should be held in higher regard than it is. Um, and it's not just a nostalgic kid comedy. Um, it is very much a responsible portrayal of a redhead in a lead role. Can you name your top 10 redheaded celebrities? Ron Howard. Yeah, that's a great call. That's That's got to be one. He's probably five of the top ten. Is uh, Julia Roberts redheaded? If she is, she's not in my top ten. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> but also, is she, though? Would you consider her redheaded? I would. Yeah. No, she's redheaded. I was just checking, because yeah. I would, too. But yeah, Natasha Richardson, I wouldn't. And you said she right, was, right. so I'm just confused he's on your barometer. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's got a broad spectrum yeah. of... Of yeah, like, like he's qualifying. he goes past the color and sees yeah. underneath. Like you know, he's he, like, there's yeah, shades the under roots. there. Yeah, yeah, he goes to the roots. Yeah, yeah, very uh, granular. A Reba McIntyre's up there. I said you get Reba uh, at yeah, the beginning. No, yeah, she's good. Reba's, so Reba's you listed Reba and Ron Howard and yeah. Danny Bonaduce. We talked about. <laughs> I think Danny Bonaduce has made his way in the whole gym thing. The yeah. booch. Yeah. yeah, no, the gym. Yeah, the booch. Yeah, the booch is in there. Bonaduce. Um, I think you have a tie. The booch loves hooch. The dooch is definitely in there. You have a tie between uh, Amy Adams and Emma Stone. What? Do you want them both in there? Wait, wait, wait. They That's share a tie? one spot. How are they a tie? Deborah Messing. Wait, no, go back to the other. <laughs> she's you up know, there. Deborah Messing is not in your top five. I won't allow yeah, her. No, she's go in top to ten. I won't no, allow Deborah Messing. To you need to appropriately rank Emma Stone and how Amy many, Adams. How many episodes of Will and Grace have you seen? Uh, uh, more than I'd like to admit. Name three Deborah Messing movies. Give me a minute. She's You're not looking worthy. looking up Deborah Messing movies. <laughs> okay, that's true. I was looking. I don't know rank, any movies. Rank, rank Emma Stone and Amy Adams. One has to be Amy Adams the and Emma Stone are tied for seven. 
They have to. Okay, which one's better than the other? They're the same. <laughs> I'm just gonna fade this out. Axel Rose, redhead. No. Pass. Hard, hard pass. Yeah. Uh, prince Harry, pretty good redhead. Is he a prince now? Oh, dude, we don't know. you missed a big one, but maybe because it was in black and white. But Lu- Lucy, Lucille Ball. Oh, Probably yes. the biggest redhead. Lucille yeah. Ball is yeah. was famous for being a redhead when you didn't even know if she really was a redhead. Yeah, right. Oh, Ed Sheeran's done a lot in music lately, yeah. and I feel like for so a redhead. What's his criteria for representation? You're just you naming mean? redheaded yeah. celebrities. Yeah, ones that are in my top ten. Name your top five. There you have to specify two. what it is that you're grading. I didn't prepare for this. Well, you said you wanted to talk about it, but I feel like you've been preparing for this your whole life. I feel like Lucille Ball. Is okay. So Ron Howard's at the top of the list. Um, Lucille Ball is probably at number two. No, you forgot the booch. Yeah, no, he's not <laughs> up there. Where's the booch? He might be five. Booch it if up, he's dude. not two, this list is a sham. Lucille Ball single-handedly created like sitcoms. sitcoms. Yeah. Like number three. Number three is also Ron Howard. All right, go to four. Number four is and, gonna... and you're really blowing it as someone who wants to grow representation yeah. for redheads. Yeah. Putting two redheads give you a that are the same really person in the, your the, top five. Yeah, right. Celebrate your roster. That's a bad you, move. You uh, yeah, but love, it's love, over. We're on number four. I love Ron Howard. Which, <laughs> the which Aaron loves number four. Question number four. All right. <laughs> number four is going to be the area in which I put all of the female redheads into one box. That's mm. that. Yeah, that's what we do on the so yeah. That's like that's like the uh, the the Amy Adams and the Emma Stones and the, the Mo- I, Molly Ringwalds. Julianne Molly Ringwalds in there. Julianne Moore. Isla Fisher is in yeah. there. She's a redhead. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of a shared spot yeah. at number four. Lohan? Meredith Lohan from the Office? Lohan does not make the cut. Wow. Meredith from The Office? No, doesn't make the cut. <laughs> okay. Surprising. And number yeah. number five is the boot, number baby. Number five, we're going to stick with boot. Danny. Yeah. Only because of Aaron's recent uh, yeah. awareness that he spread on a little bit more about that guy's character. I took him as a drunk, as an alcoholic. So somebody, he's that, for sure. Somebody who threw his career away. What I did not understand necessarily was his work ethic we should too. remake uh turner and hooch with him and turner and booch <laughs> and it's just like a guy named turner yeah. who's like he's a sponsor and yeah. his like kind of guardian and just yeah. like yeah. look man like i'm gonna watch over you yeah i'm turner i got you yeah back. we really like turner and hooch remakes these days so let's yeah. just do that yeah. yeah that's my five i'm just glad bonaduce made it he did and we didn't at first but he did now yeah well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Also, Robert Redford. <laughs> well, yeah, that's let's get into that. Do, you, do we think he's... No, doing... we're at 255. All right, 5gfapod.com is our website. Go there, talk shit, buy merch. We'd also like to mention our Toth podcast, which Toth. will cover One Tree Hill. Keep listening on whatever you're listening on. So, God bless. Go Redheads. Look what I have created. I have made fire. I have made fire. I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. I'm not ashamed Keep no more. The talent happy. You just killed a helicopter with a car. Alright, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yeah, yourself, fool. Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? It's important that we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing, I could just glue it. You sandbagging son of a bitch! Y'all ready to bust some ass?
Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly-ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't you? I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored, let's go. Yeah. Touch your thing so much harder. Touch your thing. You're like, do like that one, like, harder. Fondle yourself. Touch your thing harder. Fondle your... your do city. you remember... September tap water for you, Bozo. Is Pete Sampras have a brother? <laughs> yeah, tweet Sampras. Because <laughs> they had to right. figure out left ear or right ear. Yeah, because like if you pick the wrong ear, <laughs> you know what that that's means. A wrap. You keep just doing the hand stuff. I need you to bump butts with me. I like it. Just watch you wave it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Big homo. No. Well, if you have a bunch of white plates and you got one colored in the mix, the, much the horses better also idea. are like, fuck, we're twins too. Yeah, many a times? Like at least seven. Seven at times? Seven, about many a seven a times. That's a lot of a times. It is a lot of a times. The Robert Redfed. Redfed? Redfed! <laughs> <laughs> I took a shit on your lawn. Dennis Quaid is a wine grower, wine connoisseur. <laughs> I'm a wine grower. He's a, I'm he's... a wine connoisseur as well. <laughs> yeah, like at the back of the cabinet. <laughs> Where'd you pull this out of your butt? I gotta show you this one. No. This is from it's our got, wedding. I got every bottle. It's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're back. Great. Mm -hmm. I missed you. Whatever. Yeah. Carry on. Just Lindsay Lohan being a redheaded, freckled, pale-skinned. Whoa. Pale Whoa. Oh. And I made a great... Fresh, fresh jalapeno, fresh ingredients, thick, spicy, delicious guacamole. I love it because the I, end. I love cooking competitions so much. You might want to put that one in a different cabinet. I spent a week hanging out with Adam Walker. I didn't like that. He's a total <laughs> dilf. It's a recessive trait, okay. and so it can be carried. I know my pundit squares. I got it's, every bottle.